Boundary. I'm your host, Robbie Damon, and this is Little Stories Everywhere. Each episode will bring you stories for kids that spark the imagination, take you to other worlds, and bring joy. This is part one of two of Best American Robot. Hey, grown-ups! Power up your family's playtime with the Nintendo Switch system, the home of Mario and Friends. Jump into the unexpected with Mario, Princess Peach, and more in Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Or challenge each other to a race in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Go to Nintendo.com and browse the full lineup of Nintendo Switch systems. Additional accessories may be required for multiplayer mode. Games, system, and some accessories sold separately. Vicky sprinted through the house, her white lab coat flapping behind her like a cape. As she slid into the living room on the recently mopped wood floors, she pushed her safety goggles up on top of her head. Finally, it's time! Vicky pushed her shaggy red hair out of her face, grabbed the remote off the coffee table, and flung herself onto the couch. Welcome to night one of our special two-night finale of Best American Robot! Vicky clapped in excitement. She was the captain of her school's robotics team, so naturally, Best American Robot was her favorite television show. Ever. Each week, contestants would compete to build robots for totally unique and challenging tasks. One of her favorite builds was a machine that could put together a 1,000-piece Lego set in under two minutes. But even better than that, they had just announced Best American Robot Juniors. And Vicky was determined to be a contestant. All she had to do was submit a video of her building a robot. Vicky had been racking her brain for days trying to think of what kind of robot she should make. At first, she thought she'd make one that would peel oranges for her, so her hands wouldn't get sticky. Then she imagined building one that would sprinkle baby powder in her brother's shoes to stop them from stinking. But almost everything she could think of felt too small. She wanted to come up with something amazing. Tonight, our final two contestants will square off in our biggest challenge yet. They will have to build a robot that can climb. Suddenly, the TV went black. Hey! Vicky looked up at the doorway, only to find her dad holding the plug for the television. With broad shoulders and a stern face, he could be intimidating. There's a sink full of dishes, young lady, and you know the rule. Vicky's stomach sank. She'd been so focused on watching Best American Robot, she'd forgotten all about the dishes. Chores before fun. That's right. Now, get scrubbing. As Vicky skulked out of the living room, Sam, her older brother, skipped right by her. He had the same red hair and hazel eyes that Vicky had, but he was tall and gangly. His long, skinny legs reminded Vicky of a new horse. Well, I guess the TV's all mine tonight. Suddenly, her dad turned and looked at him. Did you fold the laundry? Vicky watched as her brother's face fell. Not yet. Their dad raised an eyebrow and pointed down the hallway. Then no TV for you either. Vicky and Sam plodded down the hall together toward their respective chores, both of them dragging their feet. When Vicky arrived at the kitchen, it looked like a tornado had hit it. 
Pots and pans were piled high in the sink. The counter was covered in coffee cups and silverware. Not to mention, everything was covered in tomato sauce. Ugh, gross. While Vicky scrubbed away, she found herself daydreaming. What if she could build something that could do all of these dishes for her? Her robotics team built an underwater robot with long arms that moved things from place to place. A dishwashing robot wouldn't be that much harder, would it? Washing the rest of the dishes flew by as Vicky brainstormed how she could make her vision a reality. The next morning before school, Vicky emptied her entire piggy bank into her backpack. She couldn't wait until her last class so she could go to the hardware store and get all the materials she needed for her new robot. As soon as the last bell rang, she jumped on her hoverboard and glided down the block past the bank, the post office, and the bookstore all the way into handy-dandy hardware. She zipped up and down the aisles, buying everything she needed. When she got home, Vicky ran inside, put on her lab coat and goggles, and went straight to work. Sweat poured down her forehead as she sawed, hammered, and drilled. Her tongue peeked out from around the corner of her mouth as she concentrated. She knew this was going to be her biggest project yet. That night, as Vicky hung up her lab coat and sat down to watch her favorite show, she was exhausted, but happy. She could finally enjoy a night off from some dishes. Welcome back. Tonight is the night we've all been waiting for. The grand finale. Vicky's dad unplugged the TV again. Really, Vicky? Two nights in a row? All the dishes are done, Dad. Don't worry. Here, let me show you. Vicky marched toward the kitchen, her head held high. She paused for just a moment at the doorway to the kitchen, smiling back at her dad. Then she took a deep breath, stepped inside, and flung her arms out, gesturing toward the sink like a game show host displaying a prize. Ta-da! Vicky's dad's jaw dropped as he took in the scene. Four large metal arms grew out from the side of the sink, whipping around in perfect coordination. One of its hands was made of a sponge-like material, soaping the dishes, while another hand, made of steel wool, scraped away the last stubborn bits of food. Another smaller hand dried the dishes with a cloth towel before the last hand put every clean dish back into the cabinet where it belonged. Her dad looked over at her, a huge smile on his face. Vicky, this is... Incredible! Vicky felt tears forming in the corners of her eyes. Usually her dad was too busy to pay attention to the robot she built. Just then, her brother Sam came around the corner. Hey guys, what's going on? on. His eyes went wide as he saw the arms flying through the air. Whoa! Could you build one that could do the laundry? I can do that. Sam slapped her on the back. Awesome! What about one that can cook? Her dad asked. Yep. Sam's eyes lit up. Even clean the bathroom? 
What would you guys say if I turned the house into one giant robot that can do all of our chores? Would that be okay, Dad? Absolutely. Vicky grinned, excited to get to work. This would be a project good enough to win Best American Robots. For the next week, Vicky didn't do anything but go to school and work on turning their house into a giant robot. Her dad even excused her from her chores so she could devote all of her free time to the project. And by Friday night, it was ready. Vicky had turned the front hall closet into the hub of the entire operation, where the whole thing could be controlled. In addition to the four arms in the kitchen, each of the bedrooms now had two arms. The living room had three arms, and there were two more in the bathroom. Plus, there were two extra-long arms attached to the back of the house that could handle the yard work. She'd installed sensors, mics, speakers, and cameras in each room to serve as the robot's eyes, ears, and voice. It was a sight to behold. There was just one more thing. Every good robot has a name. What am I going to call you? William? Tommy? Gerald? Ah, nothing felt just right. Hmm. Vicky spun around in her chair, trying to come up with something anything to call her amazing robot. Then she remembered a book her dad read to her a while ago. It was a classic novel about a young scientist named Frankenstein. Vicky thought she remembered it had a sad ending, but she'd always been inspired by the scientist's ambition. She knew right then what she'd call her robot. Your name will be Frankie. <sighs> Mm, but I'm exhausted. I can't wait to see how you do tomorrow, Frankie. Good night. For now. The next morning, Vicky woke up to someone shaking her ever so gently. Vicky, it's time to get up. Mm, what time is it? It's just before seven. You programmed me to wake up early so you could check my work before you showed your dad and Sam. Vicky nodded and sat up. She shivered, the cold air hitting her as she tossed aside the covers. Before Vicky could say anything, one of Frankie's arms handed Vicky her big blue bathrobe. Another arm held out her slippers. You'll want these. The temperature in the house this morning is 65 degrees. Vicky grinned. She couldn't wait to see what Frankie was up to in the kitchen. Vicky trotted out of her room, excited to see what treasures awaited her. Sure enough, Frankie was cooking up a storm, making bacon and eggs and French toast. All of the arms whirled around the kitchen, squeezing fresh orange juice and setting the table. Frankie, you're amazing! Thank you. Breakfast is almost ready. Should I wake up your dad and Sam now? Yes, please. Time to wake up. A few minutes later, Vicky's dad and Sam shuffled into the kitchen. Sam, the French toast is for you. Mr. Jones, the smoothie and coffee with milk are for you. Vicky, you get the eggs and bacon. Awesome! Vicky's dad took a sip of the coffee and grimaced. Mm, 
Could I get a touch more milk, please? Absolutely. It won't happen again. I programmed him to learn from his mistakes. He should get better and better the longer we have him. Mm. This is the best French toast I've ever had. This is really incredible, sweetie. Oh, great job. But real quick, uh, how much is my electric bill going to be? Oh, Frankie's programmed to go into power-saving mode once he's completed his tasks for the day and while we're sleeping. Wow. <laughs> you really thought of everything, kiddo. Vicky grinned. She knew Frankie was going to change their life. Over the next few days, Frankie took care of everything. And Vicky and Sam got to spend a lot more time with their dad. Vicky even had the time to put together her best American Robot Junior application. And before she knew it, she got a letter telling her she'd made it to the next round. A camera crew would be visiting their house soon to get Frankie on film. Then one night, Vicky and her dad were playing cards, and Frankie started acting a little weird. Keep the five. I told you you should always keep the five. Vicky was puzzled. How did Frankie know the rules and strategies of cribbage already? Wow, Frankie, you're learning a lot faster than I expected. Like, really fast. You programmed me well, Vicky. I'm developing on my own now. Suddenly, Vicky felt a little uneasy. Frankie shouldn't be learning this quickly. But when she looked over at her dad, he seemed so relaxed, even happy. So Vicky decided to keep her concerns to herself. A couple of weeks later, and the night before the crew from Best American Robot was set to arrive, it was Sam's birthday. The family gathered around the kitchen table for a special birthday dinner. Here, Sam. I have prepared you a grilled salmon with pureed celery root over roasted carrots. Happy birthday. Sam's eyebrows arched high on his forehead. But we always have steak on my birthday. I asked for that, Frankie. My analysis has detected that this meal is the best meal for your birthday. All the data suggests it. When you eat it, you will see that I am right. But it's a tradition. Don't you know what a tradition is? You'll like this better. Sam's lower lip quivered. This is important, Frankie. It's his birthday. Could you just make a quick steak, please? No, Vicky. I can't do that. This is the optimum decision. Vicky felt her stomach sink. This shouldn't be happening. She didn't know what was going on precisely, but she needed to stop it. I'll be right back. Vicky made her way down the front hall to the closet. She knew that Frankie had taken his learning too far. Instead of adapting to what they liked, what they wanted, he was now dictating it. That was a scary place to be. She would need to go through the program line by line and see where the problem was. But that would take hours. So she decided to just turn Frankie off for the night. Her dad could cook Sam's dinner and she'd fix it all tomorrow. But when Vicky reached the hall closet and put her hand on the doorknob, she got a huge surprise. A bolt of electricity zapped her, throwing her across the room. She hit her head on the wall and the world started spinning around her. I'm sorry, Vicky. You're not allowed in here anymore. This is my house now. 
Then everything turned black. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Little Stories Everywhere ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus Kids and Apple Podcasts. Grown-ups, before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. From Wondery, this is Little Stories Everywhere. This is part one of two of Best American Robot by Austin Rackless. I'm your host, Robbie Damon. Brian White is our associate producer. Audio assistance by Sergio Enriquez. This episode is sound designed by Rob Spate. Our story editor is Matt Wise. Our senior producer is Sochi Dorsey. Executive producers are Janine Cornelow, Stephanie Jens, and Marshall Louis for Wondering.